Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartinized. wait until after the 4th of July to do this one. I was hoping the 4th would cheer me up a little bit, and it did. The family and I went out to a large fireworks display, saw a great jazz band, watched lots of things explode. And during the fireworks, they were playing all kinds of music, all kinds of uh, Isn't America Wonderful Music. And of course, they always have to play that truly horrible, sappy, rotten patriotism slathered on with a trowel song by Lee Greenwood. And I think it's time to rewrite the words to that one a little bit. I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. As long as I don't want to smoke a joint or own private property. The reason I went into this holiday feeling depressed was I had just a few days before come to the conclusion that the American experiment was over and it's failed. Born July 4th, 1776, killed June 23rd, 2005. For two centuries we've been trying to live up to the ideals set forth by the Founding Fathers. And we've had our good times and our bad times, our ups and our downs. We've come close. We've swayed far away. But slowly and surely, it seemed like we were progressing. Until sometime around the bicentennial, we decided we were going to start chipping away at American freedoms and at what America meant. We were going to kill the Constitution carefully, slowly, the death of a thousand cuts. We're going to do it with corporate greed, special interest groups, ridiculous laws, and of course, the final executioner, the Supreme Court. The United States has a higher percentage of its population in prison than any other country in the world. That includes places like Egypt and Saudi Arabia and North Korea. And more than half of them are there for nonviolent drug crimes. A man in his early 20s in jail on a drug rap is probably not going to see the light of day until his 50th birthday. Now, if instead of selling drugs to somebody, he had, say, raped them, Well, then he'd probably be out by the time he was 30. There's something seriously wrong here, folks. You try telling someone who's going to see their entire productive adult life spent in prison that they live in the land of the free and see what kind of response you're going to get from them. on some drugs has been the biggest enemy of American freedom. It's been used to chip away at the Fourth Amendment until, well, there's very little left. And then the Patriot Act came along and eviscerated it completely. We, for all practical purposes, no longer have a Fourth Amendment in the Constitution. Just a little while ago, we were saddled with the Real ID Act, which is going to turn the United States into a ma- I have your papers, please, country. The Senate vote on that was 100 to zero. 
Now we're told that participation in this is going to be voluntary and we can opt out. Of course, we won't be able to drive a car or get on a plane or ride a train or cash a check or open a bank account or get a job or collect Social Security. But hey, it's voluntary. But as bad as that was, that wasn't what led me to realize that we've gone down the path of complete tyranny. There were two things, actually. The first one was a case called Gonzalez versus Reich. The feds had arrested a couple of people who, under doctor's orders, were growing their own marijuana to relieve pain. And these were actual patients. This was not some scam to be able to sell drugs. It was legal to do in their state, and the feds came in and arrested them and claimed they had jurisdiction because the Constitution allows them to regulate interstate commerce. But these people were growing their own. They weren't buying and they weren't selling, so there was no commerce. And they didn't take it across state lines, so there was no interstate. But the Supremes just casually shrugged off those obvious facts and said, yeah, that's okay. The feds can use the Commerce Clause to go after these citizens. On the surface, it may seem like a minor case, but it really isn't, because what it does is free the feds from the Constitution. Only two judges dissented, and one of them, Justice Thomas, wrote, if Congress can regulate this under the Commerce Clause, then it can regulate virtually anything. And, and here's the important part, the federal government is no longer one of limited and enumerated powers. In short, they're no longer bound by the Constitution. Now, they regularly ignore the Constitution anyways. This is nothing new. But now they can do it officially. Now they have the blessing of the Supremes. Final nail in the coffin. The thing that made me feel that America as an experiment has failed was the new London decision which I'm sure you're familiar with. The ruling was that the city of New London had a right to kick people out of their homes, perfectly good homes, and sell their land to Pfizer. This was not for a park or a road or a dam, something for the public good, which is the purpose of eminent domain. This was to hand these people's private property over to a private developer, to a private huge monster company because they could get more taxes. That's their claim. More taxes is a public good. And the Supremes said, mm, yeah, that's okay. No problem, you can do that. And the effect of that is that private property has been abolished. Oh, you may think you own your home. You've got a nice deed there and it's got little pretty scroll work on it and signatures in black ink, but it's fiction. It doesn't mean anything because all it takes for that property to be taken from you is for someone with more money than you have to come in, buy themselves a local politician, and they are very reasonably priced, and that's it. You're gone. And if you refuse, men with guns will come to get you. And if you continue to refuse, they'll shoot you. And with that, America is over. The United States is still here, but America is gone. In America, the government served the people and answered to them. In the United States, the people are forced to pay the government 40 to 50% of everything they earn in exchange for having more and more of their lives regulated. We now exist to serve the government. Some of you 
eternal optimists might think that there's still hope. We could, after all, get some Supreme Court judges who have actually read the Constitution. Maybe we could elect some legislators that aren't wholly owned subsidiaries of corporations and special interest groups. And maybe the citizens of the country will finally sit up and take notice and stop voting in Democrats and Republicans. They'll realize there's no difference between the two of them and start voting for people who are really interested in liberty. Hold on to that optimism, my friend. Use it to ease your pain as everything that was America crumbles around you. I wish I could join you, but I'm a realist, and I don't see any evidence that the trend can be reversed. I still consider myself an American, that is, somebody who believes in the principles of the Founding Fathers and what America is supposed to be and what it's supposed to stand for. But as an American, I feel now like I'm a man without a country. There's a lot of us out there, but not nearly enough, I'm afraid, to make a change or make a difference. Little piece of you, a little piece of me, will die. Hey, I'm sorry to depress you like this. Quick Hits is usually a little more upbeat, and I promise you that the next show will be, and most of the subsequent shows thereafter. I refuse to lose my sense of humor, and perhaps I can find entertainment and amusement in watching this whole thing continue to circle the drain faster and faster. Yes, this has been a depressing one, I must admit, but sometimes hard facts and depressing truths are what it takes to get smartenized. If you love this podcast or hate this podcast, drop me an email. You'll find my email address in the MP3 tags of this file. Also, you can stop by DaveHit.com. There's a whole bunch of stuff there, including a link where you can send me an email. You can even make a phone call. 206-203-4488. That's 206-203-HIT. That's an answering service. Nobody's going to pick it up. If you've got a cell phone, you're probably not paying for long distance. And if you don't have that, well, hey, it's free if you call from work. Hey, and if this episode has brought you down... Well, just consider this is only one man's opinion and maybe shouldn't be taken too seriously. <laughs> <laughs>